Good morning. My name is Michael Letney, and this is City Daily. Today, in our journey of Lent, I'm going to be reading to you from Luke 14, starting at verse 25. A large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, If you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else your father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. But don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money, and then everyone would laugh at you. They would say, there's the person who started that building and couldn't afford to finish it. Or what king would go to war against another king? without first sitting down with his counselors to discuss whether his army of 10,000 could defeat the 20,000 soldiers marching against him. And if he can't, he would send a delegation to discuss terms of peace while the enemy is still far away. So, you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything you own. You know, some of the translations of crowd in the different scriptures that you look at uh, in the New Testament have different size connotations. Some crowds were dozens, some were hundreds. This one, in another translation, I think it's New King James, says a great multitude was following him. So probably hundreds, maybe even thousands of people following him. Uh, These people wanted to see him heal or perform miracles. They were all there just to see the exciting things. And I think this is why Jesus lays out the distinction between being a crowd observer and being a disciple. To be a disciple or a student of a rabbi, from what I've learned about the time, it was a massive time of commitment, a massive resource commitment, uh, energy, focus. Uh, it was a dedication. It wasn't light. It, it's still not a light commitment. You followed this person around and you emulated their life and their patterns and their habits and their beliefs, and you learned everything you could from this person, from the rabbi. It was, it was a big deal. But what Jesus is saying here is anyone can observe. Anyone can watch from the sidelines. And so I think he gave us these really seemingly extreme examples. I mean, hating our family, our lives. Um, Or I I like that he even foreshadows Calvary and taking up our cross to follow him. The ultimate, like, surrender of death to follow him. And I think it was to let us know how to tell if we're really counting the cost or not. I think sometimes it's hard to know, like, am I really, really surrendering? Am I really sacrificing or am I just inconveniencing myself? And I mean, in my own life, what I've learned about kind of the cost is it's it's painful Uh, because paying a high price when you don't know the outcome, when you don't know what's next is, is painful. I mean, of course, we know the end results of following Christ, spending eternity with him. And it's great. It's wonderful. And there's so much hope just wrapped up in that. But I think there's times where the unanticipated brokenness that we feel in times of stress or trial might just feel like too much. Especially in that moment when it's staring you in the face, it just feels like too much. I mean, there's times in my own journey where I've had to sit down and facing pain of, you know, um, losing a loved one or financial hardship or losing a job or career or passion or, or you know, even walking through miscarriage, uh, losing a child. The pain just feels like it's too much, just too much. 
Um, and I had to sit down and ask, is this really worth it? Is this following Christ thing? Is the surrender, is the sacrifice, is this worth it? Is this pain that I'm experiencing? And oftentimes in my own journey, I experienced pain even when I was walking in obedience, uh, even when I knew I was doing what God told me to do. And and this like moments of, of searching, they weren't like quick check-ins. <laughs> they were deep wrestling moments. I mean, I knew I loved Christ. I knew he loved me. But I also knew that I'd been obedient and had followed where he led me. But then why did this hurt so badly? Why did it, why was it so hard? Um, and in my mind, most importantly, when would it be over? <laughs> I mean, surely I, I thought I'd counted the costs. Uh, I thought I knew what to expect. But this was not in the expected budget. And in those moments of, and I can think of a couple in my own life that I mentioned a second ago, but I, I can think of one specifically where I was at my piano one night really late, um, just crying out from this place of pain. And, and the words of the 20th, 23rd Psalm came to me at my piano one night. And he just let me know, I'm walking with you. He, he walks with us. We're not alone. Even if we don't feel it or see it right in front of us, he's with us. And there's comfort in that. There's peace in that. As strange as that might sound, even in the pain, there's there's peace. He hadn't left me to figure it out by myself. I mean, and, and what it taught me is that counting the cost is also an act of faith. Because we don't know in advance what tomorrow is going to bring. It's an act of faith. I'm, I'm going to count the cost as best as I know how. As long as my yes is on the table, you know, that's what he wants. I think that's why he gave us such harsh examples of the costs. Because it helps us know that, hey, this is going to be hard. This is not always going to be a cakewalk. There are moments of great joy and a great peace. And there are moments of pain where we can still find comfort and still find peace in knowing that he's with us. And in that we have assurance. Even in the moments where we don't feel like we measure up, like, like we have enough in the account to pay the cost, he's with us. And his grace is sufficient, more than sufficient. It doesn't mean the pain or the struggle is just going to go away, but we won't be alone in the journey. And in that, there is peace. Peace.